Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Welcome back to the driver's seat. My name is Nimsazord, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Boys, what an epic Epic race out west it's been, hasn't it? How good was it that we were back, or they were back, in Perth after, was it three years? About that. Uh, 2018, I reckon it was. No, 2019. Was it 2019? It was 2019, yes. Okay, right. Oh, it was sensational yeah, to be so, back. Yeah, unreal. And, unreal. and the racing, I thought, was pretty good. Matty, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the one here that's very hard taskmaster or marker. I, I thought the racing was good. Well, 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 Matty, I'll, I'll stop you from getting on the soapbox because we've got a bloke that no, thought no, the no, racing no soapbox. was pretty <laughs> damn good. He's, in fact, our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Felters. Ask if we can for Ryko Felters, the professional's choice, and we've got to give him a proper intro. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. The victory today goes to Will Davison. Podium after podium after podium. And the tantalising prospect of a victory, and particularly given the fact that he's had so many armour or poles, and finally that key conversion for him. Will Davison breaks through for the Shell V-Power Racing Team for his first victory Thanks, since Bathurst 2016, and Jack Smith buries it in the sand. Oh, yes, he certainly did celebrate. Uh, it was, you want to talk about monkey off the back. It, he got the job done, got the chocolate. So please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Will Davison. Hey, Jim. Is it, is it bad I was like bopping away to the tune then? It's good. <laughs> Mate, there's a, there's a camera in this studio, Wilbur, and uh, it's constantly running. And if Nimsy cuts up some of that footage. I was dead set rocking out. I had the hands in the nightclub in the corner guard. It was absolutely sensational. Oh, hey, I've congratulations. I've seen before. I don't want to see that again. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, not, it's not a pretty sight. You know. Have you ever seen an elephant trip over? It's pretty much like that. <laughs> I can fully see that too, especially as you're wearing hey, you grey tonight. You got yeah. the news, hey, Wilbur, congrats, mate. You're back to the top step where you belong. Uh, you've been knocking on the door. You've been right there. And finally, bang, Wooshka, you're at the top step. Congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks. It's, uh, nah, it feels, feels really good. Um, but yeah, we've been knocking on the door, like you said. So it's funny, like, uh, it's just more of a relief, but it's, it's what, you know, it's what we are aspiring to do. I know it's what the team's capable of. So the expectations are high and, you know, we've just been knocking on the door now for so long. So I suppose it's just, it's definitely a good feeling to uh, be back on that top step. But it's, uh, it's also sort of kind of, you know, in my head, I'm like, right, let's not get too carried away with it. Let's, uh, let's, let's press on and get some more. But uh, no, awesome yeah. to just tick it off and uh, particularly quite early in the season. And um, now I can stop talking about it and we can just get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, um, you know, you, and you're right, because out of the 
up until your race win, uh, race two in Perth, uh, you know, out of those 10 races, you had four P2s. You know, you've had four, four pole positions. You know, it's your strongest start to the year by a country mile. And now that that's, it's not really a monkey off your back. It's just, I guess, waiting from 2016 till now is a long time. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I know how badly you wanted it. But, um, you know, I think for me, too, apart from, you know, obviously, Maddie loves the soapbox. So I'm sure he's going to ask you the, <laughs> ask you the question about the Cam Waters pass. But I wasn't a, actually a smart aleck. I was going to let that fly, but now I will. What a ripper pass, let me tell you. And calculated, knew what you were doing. Um no lockups, nothing. And I mean, people have asked me many times about that uh, that instance and that penalty. And all I turned around and said was, "Well, most other tracks uh, from that point of the curb behind the curb are grass. So, yeah, if exactly. that was a standard track, there was no way that Cam would have." purposely cleared the break, fired in 5K too quick, got on the gas earlier to try to stay in front because you're just putting yourself off the circuit. So, you know, in my mind, um, you know, and well, I mean, it's it, it's been a contentious issue from when I was racing there. You know what I mean? We've, we've, we've spoken about it so much and there's got to be something that they can do there, whether they put little mini bread loaves out there or something like that that stops people from going out there. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, it is one of those things. That it, it did take a bit of flavour off the win and, it, it shouldn't have. I mean, how many times in your career does someone win? It's because maybe two people have tangled, maybe someone's sped in the lane, um, and people don't say they were gifted a win. And uh, I suppose I was actually, you know, we'd done such an amazing job. The boys in the stop were so fast, and, we, you know, we, we really nailed the sequence. I pulled off, you know, the move. I was sort of like, oh, wow, mm. it's done. The hard bit's done. And, uh, and then, you know, you summed it up perfectly then. I mean, um, you know, I sort of can turn down very early. We had a little bit of contact. And then I sort of quickly sort of realised that he was he'd gassed it, and by that stage, you know, I tried to hold it tight in the track and lost all the momentum. So it's kind of mm. like, well, yeah, it's not. If I opened the wheel and gassed it out there, I would have been out of um, stay in front of him. But um, it sort of, if it was a wall or any other corner, you naturally tuck in, don't you, and go for the switchback. But people do take advantage of that the track. Um, but it was clamped down in 2019. It's just we haven't been there for three years. So I think mm. people, I think, forgot about the controversy in 2019 and 18 where it was way uh, stricter than any other year and uh, it was black and white that it couldn't be done. And, um, you know, back in the day, we all used to do it. But I, I remember last time we were there how harsh the penalties were uh, for, for, for that exact thing. So it's just three years has gone by and I think it's sort of now been raised up again. And I think one of the things also, Wilbur, is is that if you look at your current form through 2022 this year... You've been fast. Like, you've been right there. You've been knocking on the door. So this wasn't a fluke. Like, with respect, if one of the premier racing cars had won it, you'd go, mate, boy, oh, boy, that was a, that was unexpected and what a great win and good for you. Um, we probably won't see that again in a little while. But I think the reality is you've been right there knocking on the door. Everyone's been getting half shellacked by SVG. You've been a consistent yeah. threat to that. And now, hopefully the door will be open and you'll be able to pick up a few more because you do have the pace. Yeah, well, listen, I think um, you know, I think the team as a whole, even last year, were pretty unfairly treated. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty uh, tough sport at the moment. And, uh, you know, with all the change that happened last year, two new drivers, um, you know, uh, you know, some other big changes within the organisation, um, you know, we, we kept it together. And I think all in all, you know, I was 
third in the championship until about 30 minutes to go at Bathurst, where, you know, I ended up fourth in the points and had a qualifying average of five of last year. And, and to still be pretty much, and been out of the sport for 12 months, so, and people saying, oh, it's a bit of a tough year for you. It's kind of like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I think, you know, we had lots of podiums and, and everything last year, and naturally we've stepped it up a little bit more this year, which is what happens, you know, when you're second year with an engineer and an organisation. If you work hard, you'd like to think just through natural progression, you're going to take it to that next level, knowing the car and yourselves that bit better. So um, that's what we've done this year. I mean, I think, you know, of all the races, you know, every single race so far, we've been in a podium position. Um, Obviously, we've had four, but at Albert Park, the the two races we weren't, you know, we were one-two when the tyres blew up. And uh, then I had an incident with Waters, you know, when I was off the front row at Albert Park as well. So, it's it's all promising, you know, when you say of the 10 or 12 races, we've been in top three positions in every single one. Um, you know, it's it's promising. and uh, But the win, as you said, Shane's just been just so dominant. Um, and it's sort of then, that's all that everyone's focusing on is that <laughs> we haven't been winning, but we've <laughs> yeah. certainly been there knocking on the door and certainly showing amazing qualifying speed, which is which is really cool. Do you, mate, do you think that, you know, from me looking from the outside, um, you know, there's a, there was a step forward in the cars um, at uh, Barbagello from the AGP, especially in the regard of your race pace at the end of a stint. Uh, it looked better at the end of a, of the, at the end of the stint. Do you think that that's come down to the setup and, and the changes that you guys went through between AGP and Wanneroo? Or do you think, do you think it's track specific? What do you think? Um, yeah, probably, I mean, this, people don't understand. If we don't often at the end of a race, if, <laughs> you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And if, if you say you're, you're unhappy with second, you get criticised for being unhappy. If you celebrate second, people tell you not to celebrate for being happy. I mean, we, we work hard in the background. You know, sometimes we, we say the right thing. We like to be, you know, um, you know, humble in victory and, what do they say, um, gracious in defeat. But, you know, obviously it hurts to lose and it hurts to be getting smacked in race trim. Um, yeah. And we work damn hard, about, you know, on that and we constantly um, talk about it and debrief and try things. And, you know, we've tried so many things to try and make our car a bit better in race trim. Um, I think everything in the toolbox we've tried in our current package um, to, to try and match Shane in race trim and, so as though we've got a slow car, I mean, these are coming from times where we're rolling out and we're on pole position, we're locking away front rows. So, I mean, I think mm. the team, we're doing an exceptional job, I think, rolling out a fast car every race. Um, it's just there's some traits in the packages and I'm not going to get drawn into, you know, um, you know what, what it may be. But uh, certainly in race trim, we're, we're just not able to quite, you know, match some of the things he's doing uh, in their car and... Uh, but, yeah, we know at what corners we're good and where we're a bit weak, and maybe it was a bit track-specific in Perth. But also, definitely, it's a huge talking point for us at the moment. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, we're, we're always trying things. So it's probably a combo of both, and um, that, that sort of certainly won't end. You know, the, the work going on in the background is, is, you know, fierce, and it's exciting, the motivation in the team. So um, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll be pushing for sure, because we need a bit more still. He's still incredibly fast in the races. Yeah, and I was just about to touch on that. I mean, he seems to still have that edge in race trim, absolutely. Um, but yep. I feel as though you've closed that gap in race trim from the previous round. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, and it's 
people say, oh, you're too hard on your tyres. That's actually not true either. Like, to be honest, this is probably one of the, the best cars I've ever driven in tyre life. Like, at, at the end of races, we're always strong. Like, the car's exceptionally yeah. good on its tyres. So it's not as though we just set it up too aggressive and, you know, some of the, the very simple feedback you get. <laughs> that, mate, that actually showed that with Anton in race two, the one that you guys finished yeah. one too. Mm. That actually showed because Andre behind him had four tyres on mm. and he yes. got to he got to Anton, but then Anton was able to just pull a little bit more of a gap on him the last lap or two. So that actually does yeah. show that the tyre life is there. Yeah, no, the tyre life's always there. It always has been. It's just there's certain phases in the stint and it's, it's the way the whole car philosophy is engineered and it's, it's not that simple to just you know re-engineer everything for the race you know the car's an exceptional car like every time i get in it it's a privilege to drive it um and it's just it's hard when people are negative saying you're just not winning and i we know that but uh yeah the car's so good like it feels good it's just uh i don't know what really to say i mean it's just some of the things shane and his car are doing at the moment it's it's a i've sort of in my years in the sport it's it's pretty it's pretty full on when you're racing against it and particularly when your car's not doing that much wrong sometimes you're beating everyone else it's just uh yeah trying to understand what we need to do so that's the beauty of motorsport that's what we uh that's what we love um but uh, yeah it's uh it's a pressure we all feel but we're thriving on it um i'm trying to rise to the occasion i'm always looking at myself as well seeing how i can be better i mean shane's an exceptional driver uh, but i've raced him for many years as well so um We'll all back ourselves, and I think that's what we're doing. I think we're really gelling as a team, and it's uh, it's really cool. So yeah, I'm I'm sure sure we can get some, you know, more more victories um, in these upcoming events as the year goes on. Uh, Wilbur, I want to take you away from Barbagallo for just a minute. There's obviously the big scuttlebutt around the weekend was the potential for WAU to go to Ford for next year. There's a lot of online stuff at the moment. We're expecting a, a Are you trying a to get Wilbur on, on our Friday. speed cafe or something? No, no well, no, well. <laughs> yeah, <here> we <laughs> I just, no, no, no. I, well, because there have been, um, well, I mean, we might as well name him. Jason Bright has come out as a former HRT driver. You're a former HRT driver. With if the decision, and we'll just say if, we know what's going to happen, but if the, if the decision is to go to Ford, does that surprise you? Because I'm going to talk a little bit a little bit about it later on in the show. I'm not all that surprised, and I'll explain the reasons why. But does WAU potentially going to Ford Mustang for next year for Gen Three? Does that surprise you with your knowledge, your inside knowledge of the place? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's big news because Clayton and uh, you know the Walkinshaw name is just synonymous with with Holden, as we know. So. Mm. It is shock. There's a big shock factor, um, but it's like everything, right? It's 2022, and there's, there's your heart and your head, isn't there? So, mm-hmm. without being actively involved in that business, I know, as Steve well and truly does, the reality of the motorsport industry is is brutal, and uh, yeah, the fan base carries for a lot. So you know, the, the, the fan base of the DJR brand. I mean, it is blue. It is forward through and through, um, and I suppose. WAU is is the same with the red side, but uh, with Holden no longer existing, um, you know, I suppose they've diversed their Walkinshaw brand a lot through lots of manufacturers, um, you know, with the Andrea United brands on board. Uh, you know, I'm not shocked because the reality of the situation is, you know, is 
you know, much different from the emotional element, I'm sure. And uh, there will be some it's very commercial. Fans, it's fully commercial. But it's commercial and you've got to survive in this industry. And people don't actually understand probably how hard it is for teams to survive mm. and you've got to do what you've got to do. And it's it's big. It is big. But, uh, yeah, I, I, can, I can totally understand um, the, the sport and the commercial ramifications sometimes of these decisions. And um, there's... there's some big players at the ownership of that team now, so it's not up to someone's emotional decision. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have got to sign off on these things. So, no, I'm not surprised at all, to be honest. I thought it might be another manufacturer, but if they weren't, I knew they'd be the first team to bring in a new manufacturer if it was possible, but uh, yeah. it hasn't happened. So, uh, there we go. <laughs> do you know, do you know uh, what? Pretty big. Do you know what I, what I reckon? Sorry to interrupt. Do you know what I reckon would be a bigger shock if DJR went to GM or something like that. That would be a barn burner. <laughs> not going to happen. Like, not gonna... <laughs> but Ford's still well and truly, you know, like look, look at the Ford brand in motorsport. It's, mm, uh, totally. it's, it's beaming, it's humming. And uh, it's so cool that, you know, to see the, the way Ford Australia and Ford Performance are, you know, so actively involved um, in global motorsport, but then, you know, with, with the yep. DJR, Shell V Power Racing Team, it's, it, from my point of view as a driver coming back in, it's, it's really special to feel that manufacturer presence and, you know, um, yeah, and they, they know how important, you know, the DJR name and fan base is to their brand. So that would be big news, but that don't happen. Yeah. It's, it's actually quite funny because there was a period of time there where Ford sort of dropped their support right down, um, you know, I guess probably yeah, back, right. Will, back in sort of that, 2005, yeah. six, seven, you oh, know, yeah. and and Holden and HRT and HSV were massive, mm. and now it's mm. well, it's it's almost role reversal, or not even because they're not even around anymore. Yeah. So, hey mate, um, we got a we got a text coming in from from your mate, uh, your mate, uh, Maddie, Tommy from Toowoomba. <laughs> so I thought I'd read this out sure. to you before you go. It says, "Hi guys, just okay. a quick congratulations to Will for the win." But how, he, how is he liking having ADP as a teammate? Can you rate who your favourite teammates have been? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, I'm going to say it's, it's, uh, it's great to have ADP as a teammate. We're actually honestly getting on really, really well. We're at you know, separate ends of your career, so to speak. And uh, I think we've both got a mutual respect uh, for each other. And honestly, it's... it's a really, really good working relationship. We're really good mates. We push each other super hard for pace, but we've got the team's, you know, ultimate results as a bigger picture, you know, so we race each other hard, but uh, it's it's a really, really healthy in relationship, to be honest. Um, he's funny too. Like, he keeps me in, keeps me up to speed with all the young generation chit-chat going on. <laughs> some, of the, some of the shenanigans that uh, get discussed on the way to the hotel is pretty funny, but uh, no, he's, he's a really good bloke, good guy. Great competitor, great driver, um, favourite teammate. Um, you know, you I can just, say Garth Tander if you want. That's it's, fine. It's, it's, yeah. it's always, it's, it's, it's always in uh, Emory Street, Stapleton. You know, it's just <laughs> for sure. It's, 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 yeah, you can't go past the drivers of the seventeen. But, um, <laughs> but you no. suck up. <laughs> no, no. Always DJR, whoever my DJR teammates are. There we go. So. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And we're, we're going to let you go, mate. We know you're over there in Perth still and you, you're seeing family and that sort of stuff. But I think um, we haven't had a chance to talk to your beautiful wife, Rihanna, 
In fact, I think yes. she was crowned champion of one of the champions of SAS when we were on air. Mm. Uh, but yep. I just wanted to collectively say from us at the driver's seat and all the folks that listen, what a... What Hang on, mate, I've got to go. She just said I've got to do the dishes. Like, when she's I've just got to go. That is cool. Mate, what an absolute champion. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty proud when my when Mrs. Mac goes outside to mow the lawns when, I'm, when I can't do it. To watch your, your beautiful wife go through what she went through and come out on top... Have you ever been more proud of the woman? Because <laughs> I don't really know her, and I was screaming at the TV when she got it. It was brilliant. Yeah, amazing. It's it's great to be just introduced as Rihanna's husband pretty much regularly now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, no, to, it's cool. Like, I know how tough she is. I know what she's been through personally, and I, I knew the, mm. the length she would go to mentally, you know, and, the, the you know, to, to, to get through something like this. So I was concerned because I know sometimes the damage she'd do to herself um, mm. just to actually achieve something because when she puts her mind to something, she's she's amazing, incredible. So I lived I lived the whole journey uh, late last year when they filmed it and I didn't really mm. know much. She had no phone or contact, a little bit of stuff with the producer. Um, so I sort of obviously knew a bit, but then to see it come to air this year and, and live it with her every week, not really knowing much, it was... Uh, yeah, amazing. Super, super proud of her. She's a weapon, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, she's and hard, like it was yeah. hard to watch at times what they put them through. <laughs> yeah, it was, and just as a fan and a friend rather well, than it was literally being a husband or a wife. Half of it was like torture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and it's pretty real. Like, it, I think there's actually a lot more than you see on television. It's one of those shows that's actually not, well, let's just do something when the camera's on. It's actually 24 hours a day. So if anything, you know, the edit doesn't do it justice, you know, because they're actually the only way to get them out of the show is to proper torturize them. So there's a lot mm. more, she said, that's not shown, whether it's the sleep yeah. deprivation, the, the no food, and then sometimes getting to some of the activities. They were running five, six, seven K. Like there was so much you wouldn't have yeah, seen. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, she's, uh, yeah, very, very strong, very proud of her, and uh, pretty amazing experience for her. She, she loved it. Uh, well, hey, Will, so, sorry, Nimsy, just quickly, how how long was she gone for from home? Like, is it, was it a month? Is it two weeks? I mean, um, yeah, well, you don't she, really get yeah, an idea so, of how long the camp was. Yeah, so the, the filming was 14 days. Well, it was a 14-day course. Um, yeah. So she went about a week earlier, uh, about three days before phone was gone. So, um, and then it was the two weeks afterwards she was, she was in the, you know, couldn't couldn't come home, crossed the border for two weeks, and that was when I had to leave for the seven weeks on the road in Sydney last year. So yeah. I dropped to the airport, I think September twenty eighth, and uh, didn't see her till Bathurst. She came to Bathurst at the start of December, so it was, yeah, wow, yeah, pre- pretty full on, yeah, pretty full on time for us to be apart from each other. But uh, yeah, well, um, yeah, didn't hear. I just get the odd snip from the the producer. They sort of say once um, they're like, please have your phone on at two a.m. because. The, the, the recruits are copping a beasting at 2 a.m. So, so, you know, I was the contact that would be called if Rihanna had to voluntarily oh, withdraw the... Uh, so a few times I'd just get a... There's a 2 a.m. beasting, have your phone on. And I was always just, well, it'd be 4 a.m. I'm like, my phone didn't ring. She's lasted another day, you know. <laughs> and pretty full on, yeah. Was that in reverse too? Like, would she get a call once he got sick of Sydney Motorsport Park or...? <laughs> 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 oh, she heard enough of me at Sydney Motorsport Park. That's for sure. uh, oh my! God. No, I don't yeah. know how all of you blokes didn't leave there with a straight jacket on after four straight weeks. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite the experience. It was like, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. 
That was really weird. It was kind of cool. Like, you'd, it's amazing. Like motorsport in general, you think you'd have it down pat, but if anything, it made it worse because you'd done so many laps at a place and you were just then found yourself always trying something new and everyone got to such a high level there, but you'd end up probably driving worse at the fourth week than the first, you know, but <laughs> over-engineered the track. But anyway, quite an experience. Oh, it was crazy. But uh, hey, Wilbur, it's you've given us an incredible amount of your time, mate, and uh, we thank you for doing that. And it was absolutely mental to see you on top of the top step once again. And I'm sure, like, finally, finally, all that, like, oh, geez, he hasn't won since Bathurst 2016, all that. <laughs> In the bin, so yeah. uh, it's good to see yeah. you back I on mean, the top. I mean, a few have let slip, but that's the way motorsport goes. You know, I think through 19 and 20, I didn't drive, and a few last year. and the, You know, so I didn't get too stressed about it. But, yeah, it was one of those things that was just annoying. And because I love the sport, and I'm in car 17, and, you know, I know I should be winning in car 17, but I feel like I'm performing well, driving well. But just to say now I'm a winner in car 17 alongside the great Johnsons, um, is for me cool as well because it's one of those things that you know was going to happen, but the longer it goes on, you're like, uh, I just wouldn't mind making sure I just tick that stat, you know, that when I'm old and I can just say that I won drive well, in car 17, I'm, you know. <laughs> pretty sure if you win one more time in 17, you knock off Steve Johnson's record. Is that right? No, oh, he's got three. <laughs> three. Did you have three? I, yeah. three? I thought you had one in Canberra. No, Canberra, yeah, I had one uh, in Canberra, Canberra. Calder yeah. and uh, QR. Canberra, Calder, Calder and QR. QR. Remember QR when it was wet yeah. and the, the bloke was running through oh, the sand with the his pants hanging the fan, down? The 500. Yeah. <laughs> Righto. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was on you the hill you, then, you... Steve-o. I was oh, on the hill that day. Yeah, I just the... won the Australian Formula Ford Championship and uh, I was drinking a Jimmy can up on Jimmy the hill. Jimmy can, <laughs> I was going to say. You were, getting, you were getting ready for 2006 and seven. <laughs> well, I, I reckon it's a record you'll be able to knock off there, Wilbur. <laughs> I <laughs> hope he does. I hope he does. Oh, just a couple more. Don't underestimate it, though. I'd hope so. But, hey, bloody hard to win in this sport. People have got to bloody appreciate and respect us more, Mate, to be honest. But anyway, that's just You haven't achieved not. anything until oh, you've sure. won three touring car Masters championships in a row. Let me give well, you the tip. Exactly. <laughs> I've watched those qualifiers, Steve. Are you hustling that thing? You still got it. <laughs> well, uh, it's just like you, Will, like you are Rihanna's husband. Um, well, I'm <laughs> either Dick's son or Jet's dad. Yeah. So we got a lot in common, Absolutely. Yeah. He's going great, and he really uh, enjoyed that little chat with you on the on the grid at the six hour before oh, the race. It was cool. very cool. Yeah. Yep. Do you know what I, remember, you... I just remember my first Bathurst with you in 05, yep. and, and Jet was born a few months before that, and there I was just on the grid, and all of a sudden yeah, cool. he's towering over me, and I just had a bit of those, <laughs> wow, where on earth that time gone? You oh, know, what... crap, yeah. <laughs> do, you know what you, cool. <laughs> do you know what you don't get, Stevie J? What's that? You're Matt's co-host. You'll never get that. I'll never get that. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm just, you know, you're always the number one in this little family right here. Behind the mics, you're the guy. You're the guru. <laughs> you and Nimsy. <laughs> oh, well, we'll, 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 Very let good, you, we'll let you go, mate, because uh, you've given us a lot of your time. But uh, go well at Winton uh, because it's a track that you've done pretty well at. And uh, hopefully we'll chat to you soon on the driver's seat. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Always good to chat. Thanks, guys. There you go. Will Davison joining us here on the driver's seat. And how good was it to see him back on the top step, boys? Yeah, very, he's very a good cool. boy. And he's trying, as he said, you know, he is driving well. He's and, driving really well. And he's, he's I think he's surprising committed. a lot of people he's because fit. he's, you know, he's not, this is not, he is not a seat warmer for the next up and coming to go into 17. No. He's third in the championship, a little bit behind ADP, not too much. Uh, and he's bloody good.
He is he is red hot, so it was great to see him. And we'll talk about the racing, Stevie J. It was good without being great. great. Yeah. Super 2, however, that was great. And we'll talk about that as well coming up. Yeah, we've got a lot to get through here on the driver's seat. But Will Davison was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Right now, though, it is time for my favourite time of the evening. Not the dogs, but the dogs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's right. Thank you very much, Dwayne. Back with all the driver's seat straight Welcome, after Dwayne. this. <laughs> Welcome back to the driver's seat. And we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. 0433 98 11 16 is the text line if you want to send through some texts because they have been coming in thick and fast, boys. And, and well, I don't blame because there is a very, very big potential news story that is on the horizon. But uh, where do we start? Where do we start here? There's well, so I mean, we, we've, we, we can I'll, I'll hold off all the text messages in regards to WAU and the Camaro because we're going to talk about a lot of that um, fairly soon. So Dan has written here, hey, boys, great to see Will win. Oh, they're still flicking around on the screen. Uh, great to see Will win and, uh, and was much deserved. So much pace in qualifying all year and was just reward with a race win. I'm also a long-time listener, but have messaged on the Sunday replay show many times by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dan, thank you for tuning in live around the country instead of our Sunday replay show, which usually I'm still in bed. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. Well, sleep way. in there. Much I get breakfast in yeah. eggs from by Mrs. Mack. It's very do nice. You? Yeah, I do. Wow. Yeah, that's why I married her. Mm. Um, which is pretty cool. Hey, um, if an Aussie wins the Indy 500, would they put some Milo in the milk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be? Can imagine. And, and hey, Scotty's a chance, isn't he? He is a chance. He, he is, is a, a massive real chance, chance. and we'll. I'm going to be watching that at the end of May. Did you see? So he was on uh, Enforcer and the Dude. He was having a yarn with um, mm-hmm. with Paul Morris and Russell Ingle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the dude just jokingly asked, like, do they ask you what milk you want? And he's like, you'd laugh, but they actually they do. do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lactose-free, skinny, half whatever. Soy. Soy or almond or uh, whatever. <laughs> oat. Whatever. Oat. Oat, oat milk. milk. Oh, dear. I don't know, whatever the trendies are drinking. Yes, so you can actually do that. Wow. And um, th- there's one here Full from... fat, straight from the cow. Righto. Non-pasteurised? <laughs> just straight in. Straight from the cow. Just straight from lay the down and just, open up. Just, oh, you need to chill it. Utter in. Utter <laughs> 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 up. Off you go. Hey, this from Brad in Perth. Hey, legend, spent the weekend at Barbagello. Epic. So good to have the boys back in town and very much rated what he saw. Then switched on Monday to see Scotty really stamp his authority in Indy cars. Yes, he didn't win, but he was so strong under pressure. Mega effort. Hey, cheers, Bradley. Uh, oh, it, it was. It, it was great. Um, Scotty drove really well. We'll have a bit of a chat about it a little bit later on. But, you know, when he's, he had – Bit on himself. He yeah. had, made a mistake and obviously let Did. Scotty Dixon pass and, yep. and drop back a couple of but spots. But... Where he went off, Steve, what a catch. Yeah. Like – there were plenty of other drivers that fired off the road there and never made it back on. He just picked it up by the scruff of the neck and brought it back on the circuit, which I thought was brilliant. And I don't think the strategy really played into his hand that well mm. for the end of the race. Yeah. You know, I think I think they maybe should have put him on the on the prime. I think they call it the prime tyre, which is the black harder tyre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then put the red tyre on at the end, whereas he was on the black tyre at the end, slower tyre, um, and you saw guys like Grosjean, uh, Will Power, his teammate, 
were able to come up and uh, and pass and and pull away. So I think I think they took caught them by surprise. To be fair, I don't think they real uh, realized that that red tire, the softer tire, mm. was going to last that long. No, totally agree. Um, this from Sean, which I think is a bit of a tip of the hat. A bit of a nod to the telecast. Hey, lads, when the action is far away, the screens are so good. We watch the screens. Mate, uh, Sean, it, I think it was Roger Penske who said that our supercars coverage is absolutely world-class. World-class. So I think you're absolutely right, and uh, so was the IndyCar coverage. I think that's that was great on Monday, yep. um, as we just said there. Before we take a, before we take a break, because obviously we're getting a lot of texts about walking to Andretti United, <laughs> so we'll touch on that in the burst and off the track update. Would you mind, Matty, just reading that uh, that text from, from Lee? Lee? <laughs> I hear WAU is going to Ford. They might be running AU's, Nimsy. But look, everyone, it's an AU Falcon! <laughs> 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 what a cracker. Good on you, Lee. Thanks for jumping on board, Lee. But yes, we are going to be talking about Walk and Try and United in a rather bumper edition of the Off the Track update. But yes, uh, keep your texts coming in 0433 98 11 16. You're listening to the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Just a quick little uh, public service announcement. This is kind of like, do you remember when um, Bathurst, uh, when Channel 7 had the original rights, and it'd be like, swap to 7 and 8 now if you'd like to continue watching the Bathurst 1000. <laughs> uh, if you're listening in WA, in 15 minutes' time, you're going to go to the uh, the Soccer, the Perth Glory game. So if you want to keep listening to the driver's seat, make sure you grab the driver's seat app and uh, click the old little live button there. Otherwise, you get uh, nothing but round ball action. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sure it'll be fine. All right, let's get straight into this. And now, it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. They certainly do, and we do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts. It's tomorrow's news today, the segment that's broken up the news cycle. Boy, oh boy, did it break up the news cycle, boys. (laughs) And you know that, Nimsy, the funny thing was, and you and I and Steve talked about it, so this is no, this is no shock, um... I had this news and I was sticking in the top pocket, ready to explode with it tonight, all excited like. Yep. And then that's what we do. That's exactly that's the point do. of the segment. And it got broken yesterday by another media outlet. So I sent a bit of a message through to someone loose, very loosely connected to the media outlet, just politely saying, was the, this done? The, the purveyor of a fast deli, perhaps. Was this, uh, was this happened to be leaked? Uh, the day before the driver's seat because, you know, we tend to leak these sorts of, or we tend to report on this sort of stuff, and I got a thumbs up back. (laughs) So, hey, that's okay. Um, Hey, it's big news, isn't it, boys? WAU, everyone is saying, oh, you know, if it's going to happen, and I know Peter Adderton overnight was saying, if this is going to happen, it's happening, right? It's happening on Friday from from everything that I'm being told. It's happening on Friday. Um, I'd be surprised if it's another manufacturer. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Ford. Um, What has surprised me is the the comments online, Nimsy and Steve, the viciousness of the comments online about how could they do this to us long-suffering Holden HRT fans. Um, 
What you got to remember is this is not Brad Jones racing and this is not Matt Stone racing and this is not Kelly uh, this is not Grove racing. This is WAU. Think back HRT was connected with HSV. If HSV wasn't around, HRT wasn't going to be around. Mm, WAU employs 1000 people. They are a car conversion company, basically now, Steve. They do. I think. The, I think they do the conversions for the Rams. They do. They used to yep, do Camaro. Correct. They do the Volkswagen Amarok, the the Walkinshaw hotted up spec of of the Amarok. They so do new age caravans as well. They do new age caravans, all that kind of stuff. So what they need to do is shore their future up as a business. Now, why would you go with GM and Camaro? What do they supply? What do they sell? What do they do? Nothing. They might give you a little bit of money, but if you really extrapolate the thought process out on this, Nimsy, say they do go with Ford and the Mustang product, all of a sudden they are now a potential importer for Ford Performance. Sorry, I just felt appropriate. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, uh, they could be an importer for Ford Performance products, for Ford Racing products. Um, they could do special Chaz Mostert. Uh, Mustang road cars, not unlike DJR. Hopefully, with, 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 yeah, with DJ. Exactly right. So there are there are um, there are channels for business, for profit, for income, for whatever you want to call it, connected to a product that is actually sold in Australia. So when people say to me, "Am I surprised that WAU is doing it?" No, Holden and the and then the uh, GM brand they dumped WAU. They went to Triple Eight. WAU has not been a factory supported team in for in a major way for how long, Steve? When did they become? Oh, uh, when so did they be, putting me on the spot here? Well, twenty seventeen was 20, the was the last time they were HRT. Right. So right. so it's been years and years and years. The other thing I've I've been really surprised, Nimsy and Stevie J, I'm interested in your thought on this. Is that everyone says you're dead to me? I will never follow. Uh, 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 never. Conti- I will not continue following this team. Um, uh, there's been like even Peter Addington was in was online saying how could you do this to your fans you're about to lose a bunch of fans yeah but hang on Pete they're about to bunch to gain a bunch of fans a lot of Ford fans would love to go back to Chaz so if you think of history Brock he went to BMW he went to Ford think Lowndes went from HRT to Double O Motorsport to Ford think Triple Eight went from Ford to to Holden this happens the glory days of HRT. Um, uh, and Brock and Johnson, those days are gone. We look at them through rose-coloured glasses and with full hearts because they were the glory days. We loved it. But the reality is of business moving forward now, Ryan Walkinshaw and his group and, and the 1,000 people that work for him, as well as his drivers and engineers and people in the race team, they have to shore up their future and they have to do what's best for the business. So if that means getting a factory deal with Gen 3 in a, in a Ford Mustang, Go your hardest, mate. And I, and I, for one, I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. Matty, we've had someone, because uh, our, our social media just absolutely lit up. There's only been, actually, no, I lie. There's been three bigger posts. Uh, one of them was for Dick's birthday. One of them was mm. for Jet's debut race. And one of them was how to watch highlights for Jet's debut race. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, But uh, Stephen went and put on our Facebook page, something in it for sure. WAU has got the engine shop and gear to be Melbourne-based to support Ford in 2023. Plus, they were not happy with the ZB model of having to buy stuff only from T8 for that car when they could build all in-house. Because um, 
that, that's basically what they've had to be. Everyone's had to do that for the ZB, haven't they? Just go through AAA. Totally. You can't do it all yourself. And, you know, Brad's got, Brad Jones has got a working workshop. Uh, everyone's got all these workshops that they basically can't use. And they've got to go through, I was going to say Uncle Roland, but they don't mm. anymore. Uncle no. J-Dub. Doesn't really work as well, does it? <laughs> Rich Uncle Jamie. <laughs> but you know the reality is with some of these other teams, Nimsy, like MSR. So every team, apart from probably Triple Eight and Tickford, they've all gone to the market, haven't they, Steve? Oh, and DJR. They've all gone yep. to the market. They've all gone to the manufacturers of Gen Three about what's coming in to say what can they do. I can I can I can pretty well guarantee that I know BJR and MSR went to the, the front steps of Ford with their cap in hand and got bounced. So I'll tell you now, MSR and and uh, and Brad Jones will be in Camaros next year. Really? Even, Ford, even MSR? Yeah. Yep. Ford are looking for quality, not quantity. Sorry, so, Jack LeBrock. Um, yeah. Well, uh, well, he raced pretty well over the weekend, except for when he tipped old... Uh, the, the, old the, pizza pie into the... Uh, yeah, pizza pie into the wall fairly hard. It's like when you turn um, a box upside down in a... Uh, <laughs> like, oh. So, you know, I, I, look, I, I don't think there should be all this controversy and I don't think there should be any of this nastiness towards uh, Ryan and WAU. If, if it's your business and you're employing a thousand people, you're going to do what's right for the people. You really are. And for them to stay Chev is not right for the people. Now, if we are wrong on Friday, Nimsy and Steve, and they pull a rabbit out of the hat and they're going to Kia, fine. <laughs> no, I mean, that's fine. The, the argument still stands. Whether it's Ford or Kia or Jaguar or whatever, as long as the product is sold here in Australia and they can they can leverage off their racing program, it is the right move for WAU. Do you agree, Steve? I well, I, you know, as you know, a business, being a businessman is not my forte, mm. but <laughs> um, I I do agree. You know, it's the sport is now so expensive. Um, the, the amount of people and the amount of infrastructure that Walkinshaw or WAU have got with regard to these car conversions and so forth is just astronomical. Mm. And they're almost like a mini, um, you know, a, a mini Audi or a mini, you know, those big European mm. car companies, but it's mm. here in Australia. Mm. So, you know, you're talking Australian jobs, you're talking mm. um, anything that they can do to make sure that, their business is viable over here, they need to do. You mm-hmm. know? And I think that, that that loyalty now has gone because sometimes loyalty doesn't keep you living and keep money rolling in. Well, it didn't, it didn't keep them from going from HRT to, to up to Triple Eight. So why should they show GM any loyalty? I get the fans. I understand there's red and blue. The win on Sunday, sell on Monday, done, gone. Doesn't work anymore. And it hasn't been for a while, too. And hasn't been for a while. And and even Dan here is texting and said, completely agree with the factory rivalry is dead. People follow drivers like NBA fans follow players, not teams. As long as the fave drivers are competitive, I don't think it matters what badge they drive. Dan, I'm 100% with you. Because look at the fan base that went across with Chazzy Mozzie when he went from Ford to, to WAU. They just do. Brock picked up Ford fans. Lounsey picked up Ford fans. And then when he went back, the Holden fans said the prodigal son is back. Mm. So uh, look, forget all the aggro and the grief. We will wait on Friday to see what the announcement is. Could be Ford. Pretty sure it's going to be. Um, and yes, Greg from Upper Coomera, you did tell me so. <laughs> he, Greg from gave me a little bit of skinniness on that. And he's down in Canberra tonight. Good on you. And you're still listening, Greg. 
Appreciate your work, son. Thank, and thank I know you, it's Rick. colder than the Gold Coast, but anyway, suck it up, big boy. Yeah, uh, you know what's so, funny though, because because you, you mention how like how, how many fans would you say that Will Davo has? Like, there's a lot of people that love sure. Will Davo. He's yeah. been in a Commodore. He's been in a Falcon. He's been in a Mustang. He's been in a Merc. The <laughs> only thing that I the only you're right, and I think the only thing Nimsy and I touched on it when we were online with with Wilbur, I think the one that would just be blown everyone out of the water is if DJR staying as Dick Johnson Racing moved to another manufacturer. That would be, given that he's never, never gone anywhere else, he's always been a Ford boy, that one would cause real controversy. This one, I don't think deserves the controversy. Yeah, I agree. It's probably the only only situation up and down pit lane that would be huge. Boy, big, I, bigger I, than this. I get the feeling. Bigger than the WAU shift. I reckon that the big dick, if he was forced to go away from Ford, he'd hang up the moniker. He'd be going, not me. Uh, DJR will not be anything other than Ford. I'm yeah. a Ford man. I'll pass. So, I mean, I went, put it this way. I went into a house the other day, Nimsy, that I was working for, and um, they hadn't shown me in the garage yet, as I'm a real estate agent. Went into the garage. Here's, I haven't even told Stevie J this yet. Here's a big poster of the DJ. Here's a big poster of Stevie J. There's Stevie J's XD model, all this kind of stuff. So DJR fans are Ford fans and Ford fans are DJR fans. But I've got to tell you, uh, WAU, I hope you go to Ford and I hope you make a bloody good business case out of it because if you drill down the real figures of most race teams, it doesn't stack up. Mm. So good on you, Ryan, and we look forward to what is announced on Friday. And thank you for all of the emails and texts that we got in the last 24 hours, Nimsy, because it's been huge. And keep them coming through as well, 0433 because obviously this is a very, very big story. But uh, that was our Burson Off the Track update. We do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts. They know auto parts. We'll be back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. My name is Nimbus Zor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. And uh, before we get to our power rankings, can I just, we often say that Mark Larkham is one of the best in the business. Uh, yeah. Can I just point out this tremendous bit of, uh, you know, interviewing that he's done uh, with Tim Edwards directly after Cam Waters <laughs> is given a penalty. What's your take on that, mate? It's total bullshit. He should not have got a five-second penalty. It's bullshit. All right, can't add much more to that. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? Hey, Nimsy, can we get Larko on? <laughs> Well, we I'll, love him. Can we just get him on? Can you? I, he'd be a great chat. He would be a bloody great chat. And he's here on the Gold Coast. We mm. might even get, try and get him in a studio. Mm. Although he works, he lives on a farm out west, so maybe not. He'd be milking those cows for my be. milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like uh, Peter from Munta Bay, I think, said that he likes he likes his milk like the the way he likes his steak. Snap its horns off, wipe its backside, serve it to him on a plate. Thank you, Peter. Interesting oh, mental that's image. Info. That's, that's a lovely mental image. Anyway, <laughs> All right, let's get up. let's get to our power rankings. This is the driver's seat power rankings. Yeah, it is basically our Dally M or Brownlow medal. We'll get Matt and Steve to award a three to one vote based on personal preference of the performance of a driver on the day. We'll start off with you, Stevie J. Who would you like to give your three to one to? All right. Well, I'm going to give one point to Todd Hazelwood. I am. Mm-hmm. He had three top 10 finishes. I think raced very well. Qualified outside the top 10, 16th. 
Um, and yeah, I just think that they did a very solid job, especially in the races, especially in the races. So one point to Toddy, I'm going to give two points to James Courtney for a very good, um, a very good solid weekend in all three races for James. I mean, he was, I think apart from obviously cam race too, he he was the standout Tickford driver, uh, over the weekend. Uh, and he did a great job, especially in that last race, trying to hang on to the tires for as long as he did. So Good on you, JC, for two points. And I'm going to give three points to Will Davison. Yep. Because I just think that he, you know, he was solid. I mean, we know. He was knocking on that door too, wasn't he? He was knocking on the door. Great work to get that win. Pole positions. He had two out of the three uh, races were podiums, um, obviously first and a third. So, um, you know, I think it was a super effort. Just run those again. Run them to me again. So So Will Davison, three. Yep. James Courtney, two. Yep. Todd Hazelwood, one. Okay. What do you got, Matty? Well, I'm different. I'm one point to Wilbur. He won one race. Yep. It's sensational. It's a breakthrough. I get it, but it was one race. It was very quick all weekend. Um, but I'm, So I'm just going to give Wilbur one. Uh, for two points, I'm going to give SVG. Because he won two races. Um, and there, there is certainly a text floating around on, the, on our system here. Um, he did set his fastest lap on the final lap of, was it race three, Stevie J, under yellow flags? Correct. Uh, and didn't get pinged. Um, difficult, I know, should have been. But, you know, sometimes these things get missed. Anyway, he that one got missed and he um, he ended up winning the race. So, yeah, a two for me on that one. And you know who I'm going to give three to? James Courtney. He was solid all weekend. He was in top three. Uh, sorry, he was, in the, he was in the top ten of all three races. New sponsor on board had a had was able to extrapolate, extrapolate, able to extract a lot out of the car, uh, and was really consistent. So you know I got to give JC three on that one. That to me was his best performance this year, hundred percent. And he's he's sort of him and Cam. If they can bloody you know actually get a bit of consistency, that's a pretty threatening end of the garage. There, I could tell you that. On the right day, on the right day. Um, and in the right cars, those boys are absolute race winners. The problem that they've got, and we've said it from moment one here, we've been saying it for about the last three years, Steve, Tickford are just nowhere. So um, uh, until they get consistent front-running pace, you won't see JC or um, or Cam threatening a championship. You just won't. Yeah. What do you think about that one, Tim? What's your take on that, mate? It's total bullshit. He should not have got a five-second penalty. It's bullshit. All right, can't add much more to that. Tell us what you really think, Tim. <laughs> I love that. Never changed, Tim Edwards. Uh, that was so good. That was our power rankings. We do it thanks to, well, uh, no one at the moment. So uh, text in 0433981116 if you're an interested party. But uh, there is a lot more news that uh, we got to get through here on the driver's seat, especially concerning a certain Erebus wildcard uh, with a former four-time Bathurst champion, just in case I'm not you know, making it too obvious here, but we'll touch on that next right here on the driver's seat. All thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's great to have your company here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Now, this is something that was obviously uh, penciled in for last year, but didn't happen. But Erebus has confirmed uh, the Murphy Stunaway wildcard is in for Bathurst. Uh, they will be uh, getting three test days, um, which will be on June the 7th, August 16th, and September 27th 
at uh, Winton's. So that is kind of good to see. But um, it's quite amusing because I'm pretty sure that we all knew that was going to happen. Uh, well, at least everyone yeah. was doing whatever they want, whatever they Just could in their power. Because they couldn't get across here yeah. from I, New Zealand. I mean, I'm, I get all the hype that it's it's. Um, they're back, but uh, I, I just, during the week when I was reading all this, um, I just couldn't, I really wasn't all that excited about it. Cause it was just like, yeah, well, we knew that was going to happen this year. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I must've been a slow week in PR land <laughs> for them to have. I mean, I know there's a lot of talk Stevie J about, um, they were going to try and get some wild cards, um, get some wild cards together for, for, I think more probably Stanaway than, than Mirth, but I don't think they've been allowed to do that. So, uh, hence I, the reason why the three test days. Hence the reason why the three test days. So, I guess that's a little bit kind of icky. But I, yeah, I. We knew they were coming, Pete. We knew they were coming. Um, everyone at Erebus, we knew that it was going to happen. Um, because it got so close last year, and we're very happy that it is happening. To have Murphy going around with Bathurst, and to have Stanaway hopefully coming back and having a smile. Um, that'll be that'll be great to see. But it was not something Nimsy and and Stevie J that I thought. Oh my goodness, boy, oh boy, they're coming back. Oh, big mm, news. Yeah, thanks for the scoop, Ace. <laughs> we knew that it was a scoop last year. It was a scoop last year. Did I drop that one last year? Mm, don't know if I did. I think Greg did because remember he came on the show. <laughs> Greg Rust did. Yes. Well, Greg. No, no. Actually, Greg, Greg Murphy Rust did. Oh, Greg Murphy did. That's right. He did too. That was right. He did. <laughs> that was very funny. Uh, so anyway, it'll be great to have. Um, Mr. Murphy and Stanaway back at the Bathurst. Interesting. Um, the, the bit that sort of jumped up the page for me was just like, uh, so the last time that Murph was in a, uh, a supercar was 2019 at the Bend, where he was a cameo in an additional driver session for the Shell V Power Racing Team. So yep. this, this we, we're talking about like, you know, uh, you know how, how bad it is that Walkinshaw would be going to Ford, blah, 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 blah. If there is anyone that's more Holden than Murph, jumping in a DJR car at 2019. Like that just goes to show that, you know, no one cares what you're driving as long as you have no. uh, this, this whole, all the venom and vitriol over Walkinshaw possibly going to Ford just mm. makes, uh, makes it even more stupid, doesn't it? The Merce thing was for TV though. It was a drive for, um, television. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is for that, Fox. is that when, um, when Scotty pulled the handbrake on him? Is that what? That was earlier in the weekend, yes, <laughs> when he was in the safety car. Very and funny. Scotty ripped the handbrake on. Hey, very funny. Hey, boys, can, can I just jump off Stanaway for just a moment and the, and the Erebus thing? Nimsy, um, we've seen Chas Mostert come to his social media to uh, talk about online bullying once again. Oh, yes. Can't believe we're still having this discussion. It drives me mental. But obviously a very controversial decision, Stevie J, over the weekend with Craig Baird. Now, I don't know what has been said. I don't know what has been directed his way, but clearly it has been utterly horrendous yep. because uh, because we know No Social Hate is a platform that Chaz likes to, to talk about. Um, we've seen the, the dreadful effects that online bullying can have. Um, and I, for one, just wanted to say Chaz Mostert, Good on him bringing it to the fore on his social media once again. He's been backed up by everybody. Um, you and I talked over the weekend about the actual decision that you agree with Beardo's decision, that the, the guys have been taking the P155 on that that exit curb for all we can remember, uh, and that really he did the right thing by the letter of the law. So uh, I, I just think when we're all fans 
and I get the, the Ford and Holden thing and your favourite driver and all of that kind of stuff, but there is absolutely no excuse for the horrendous belittlement and bullying of anybody, whether it be another fan, a media personality, a driver, a team owner, anybody. It should just never happen. So um, just think about it before these people post stuff because it bloody hurts. We cop a whack now and then, but nothing to compare to what um, some of these really high-profile uh, people get. So I just wanted to say that, Nimsy. Sorry, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. No, no, I, I think you, you nailed it um, pretty succinctly there, Maddie. And the part that I think, unfortunately, that we all overlook is the thinking part. No one thinks. like like It's just so easy to jump on Facebook or jump on Twitter. And Twitter's an even worse cesspool when it comes to this sort of stuff because yeah. you're allowed to. Like, you know, back in the day, like, if you wanted to say something to Beardo, you have to find him at a racetrack and say it to his face. Well, and you know what? If you were in the pub and you said, I've only had an inkling of what's been said, but if you said half of that stuff to Beardo in the pub that has been said about him online, I'll guarantee you, you walk, you would have, you would have been carried out. You wouldn't have been walking out. You'd yep. have been carried out. And that's what social media does. It gives the opportunity for people to say things that normally would get you a smack in the mouth. So think of it that way. If I write this, would that person like to, in a pub, smack me in the mouth? Mm. If the answer is yes, don't write it. Probably don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. don't write it. Yeah. And if you're going to do it, Go up and see him because oh, I'm pretty sure he'll be quite happy to talk about the subject <laughs> behind the shelter sheds at lunchtime. Yeah. But then they turn it back around on you and say, well, then you're not letting me have my opinion. You know what I mean? Like there's having an opinion and then there's absolutely um, hating and... And just uh, being a D-head basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, that that does affect a lot of people's uh, mindset, totally. you know, uh, feelings and, and, you know, it's, it's just On not, a not good. Bigger scale. Can you imagine what Michael Massey's copped? Yep. Oh, jeez, Louise. We, we yeah. talk about a local scale with Beardo being the DSA. Can you imagine what our poor old Michael has copped globally? Yeah. We haven't seen hide nor hair from him. And I just hope mentally and emotionally Michael Massey's okay. Mm. But, uh, yeah, just think beforehand. That's pretty much the message. Rusty said it. He's almost said it like 10 years ago. And we're still talking about it, but hey, look. Yep. It is no what, social hate. Yeah, that is what it is. But well done, Chaz. And uh, he does some tremendous stuff too. I know he's a big supporter of like Dolly's Dream and stuff like that too. So, she would have been 19 this weekend. Yeah, Dolly, young Dolly, who unfortunately took her life due to bullying. Bullying, yeah. Uh, she would have been 19 this weekend. And in fact, Chaz carried a, uh, uh, carried a note on his helmet. Uh, about her, mm. so happy nineteenth, Dolly, for last weekend. So yeah, no social hate, just not a. Ha- it's not just a hashtag there, guys. But um, thankfully, we've got a very, very smart audience here, a very sensible audience here on the driver's seat, and we love getting your involvement here on the program. So if you'd like to text in, you can do so. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. But we'll take a quick pause for the cause. Back with more of the show right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. We talk about uh, social media, and I can tell you mm. right now, our our audience, and I th- I'm very, very grateful for it. Sensational. Especially after seeing some of the reptiles you get... Uh, on mm-hmm. on some of the uh, the V8 pages around the traps, but uh, we've got mm. a very very sensible audience, and uh, we thank you for you know pulling your head in when need be. And, and also, Peter and Winter Base texted in saying, "Hey, legends, please never take any offence to my text. Always tongue in cheek. We know that, mate. We hey, absolutely Pete. know that. Keep yeah, them coming you know, through." And Pete, the the funny thing, Pete, is there's a real difference between 
what you send us, which sometimes, you know, let's be real, sometimes I can't read out what you send in. <laughs> it's either, it's, it's really funny, but there'll be somebody out there that won't find it funny, so we don't read it out. But it, the sort of stuff that we're talking about is threatening, abusive, vitriolic, you know, you're a, nasty you're... stuff. Not tongue-in-cheek, just a bit of a P155 take. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, there is a big difference between what you send us, Pete, and what some of these drivers and teams um, get get taken to task on. It's terrible. And not only that, too, um, all of this, I ever say, is something tiny as track limits. Like, re- you're going to lose yeah. your absolute... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, yeah, totally. I totally. So, um, so I mean, we've had we've had say Greg from Greg who 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 texts in regular opinions are like backsides. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, everyone has one, and occasionally you have to hear from them. Clever. Well, you do, you do, Greg. But again, um, you, and you can be really disgruntled. You can say, "Mate, that was a bum decision. That was terrible. I don't know what you were thinking there. That's fine." But when you start saying you're a, an effing this and you're a scumbag and, and you shouldn't be in the role and, and I hope da-da-da. this happens to you and if I see you in a dark alley, that's a whole different thing, Greg. So, But I get I get what you're saying. Um, social media gives voice to a minority of clowns who used to never be heard. Now two of, the, uh, now two of them like a comment and it's a news story. If I was a driver or an AFL player, I wouldn't even be on social media. Dan... You're a hundred percent. I wouldn't Spot be on. either. Yeah. I wouldn't be either. I think it's. I think it's just way too much pressure. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, and text message from four nine two. Do I ever? I, I never remember the numbers, but have we heard that? Have we heard from four nine two before? Anyway, um, so. are professional drivers tested for performance enhancing drugs such as EPO? Are they regulated by a drug authority and forced to give a specimen? Hey, four nine two. Absolutely. Whether you are a team member, a driver, or an official, um, you absolutely have to give a specimen. I've done it on a number of occasions at uh, at sport at meetings. I've never seen someone get caught. I've seen someone who I know the night before was perhaps I- engaging in behaviour that um, wouldn't be deemed as appropriate to be driving a car the next day. Um, when they eventually tried to uh, swab that individual, he'd actually run away from the circuit, got on a plane... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, jumped on a plane and actually went home, but did race. So, uh, yeah, so that was a bit controversial. But, um, yes, we are. We are absolutely tested. I, I don't know what for. I, I don't understand what EPO is. Uh, and, yes, we fall under the same sporting regulations as all the other sports do. I don't know whether it's Sada, Awada, Salada. I have no idea, but it's something. It's yeah. one of the it's one of the artists. It's got a couple of A's. Under. It's got a D in yeah. it or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, um, so absolutely. Um, hey, just quickly, Nimsy, uh, we were talking about DJ and Dick Johnson and all that sort of stuff. Uh, about how he's always driven forwards. Hey, Colin, was it Colin that sent uh, yeah, this it's, it's, that's through? The, Is that the one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Yes, Dick Johnson has absolutely driven Holdens. He drove an EH from 68 to 70, uh, a Tirana and a Tirana, an LC and a GTR from 70 to 71, uh, and drove a an Mantra in the 72, hour, 73. So, yes, these are not all Fords. Colin, I get you. You're quite correct. But thank you for the two phone numbers too. I don't know why you've done that. but One's his um, burner pre- phone. <laughs> I appreciate that um, very much for sending that in. Before he became Dick Johnson, 
that we all love and know, and Mr. Ford, he did way back with the dinosaurs drive a couple of Holdens. He but, absolutely But did. we're talking like, you know, ATC, Australian Touring Car Championship, like yes. the group, the group, a yes. group, um, yeah, that yeah. sort of era. Of, Before uh, he became Dick Johnson, as we know and love. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, like, you know, just if... if if you drive a Hyundai AXL before you made it, like yeah. if Jamie Wincup drove, say, I don't know, a a Toyota Lexan uh, in his civilian days. <laughs> Toyota Lexan. Do you remember those? <laughs> it was like I a, do. It was a was it a rebadged VN Holden? Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly what it was. Well done, Nimsy. Your knowledge <laughs> of automotive is absolutely coming to the fore. You've but, done well. But, yes, it was named after Ben Lexon, the designer of the winged keel for when Australia won the America's Cup. But don't you reckon it's a bit silly if you're just like, oh, well, you know, he's not completely at a Holden man through and through. I've seen him on the street in his road car driving a Lexan. You're like, calm down, mate. Let's all just let's all just breathe for a little bit. What was so, the name? Uh, what was the name that we got given for that character? Benny Buffhead was it? The, uh, the... yeah, I can't remember Benny Buffhead, something like that. Text Let's in, just boys. call him Benny Buffhead. Text yeah, yeah. In, I mean, if you, if you if you if you if you're on David Reynolds' socials, he drives a Porsche Cayenne four wheel drive. He doesn't he doesn't necessarily. That's the family car. He doesn't drive a doesn't get a car from Ford. So you know, he drives a Porsche. I thought he would have. Wouldn't they? Well, I, look, I don't know whether he gets a Mustang, but whenever he's out with Ryu and and the family, he's he's in the in the Porsche. This is true. Well, you're not going to bloody mm. you know put a bunch of those green bags into the back of a Mustang. You know. Why not? There are plenty of people who put green I'm bags. Sure, in the well, back I'm of sure Mustangs. there are, but you know, like the, you got to juggle <laughs> I used to a lot be one of, of them. Well, you got to. It's a two, like a t- try to get a baby into a two good old car. Like, oh, just yeah, that's not easy. Logistics. <clears throat> it's all about no, logistics. I agree. That's not easy. If so yes, just, he drives a Porsche. If, if he's just running down the shops to get the milk, or he's you know heading down to Squires Loft for a cheeky feed, I'm sure he'd be taking the Mustang. I think he's still sponsored by Squires Loft too, isn't he? Best steak in Melbourne at the Squires Loft. Uh, in I'm I trying think. to think how many locations there are, but uh, that oh, is there a few now? There's a few, yeah. Because um, it just used to be one in the city, I think. No, nah, now you got them in. Uh, there's even one in Cheltenham, down our neck of the woods. Really? Yeah. There might even be one on the Gold Coast. I think too. I hardly recommend at, at Rabina Squires Loft. Um, we're going to get, I'd love to get one of those uh, sponsorships, but we'll take a quick pause for the course. Well, I don't eat meat, so it's completely useless for me, mate. We'll take a break. Back with more after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And remember that the driver's seat app has got podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. But uh, let's talk a little bit about Formula One at the moment. I hit the wall. Uh, coffee, Max. <laughs> still, still what Quite possibly ones. could happen this weekend. <laughs> hey, before we actually get to Formula One, we got to get through some text here first because uh, we've. I, I couldn't remember what we named our our off-appearing uh, character here on the driver's seat, and of mm. course, the driver's seat faithful have jumped on board. They have, mm. and uh, who else but our great mate Tommy? From Toowoomba. Yeah, well done, uh, Tommy. Has, well done, Tommy. Has reminded us that it wasn't Barry Buffhead. No. Indeed, it was Barry Bozo. And Nimsy, uh, if Barry were to have an opinion on the whole WAU saga and contracts and other bits and pieces, what would Barry say? They've re-signed! <laughs> re-signed, mate. He's got a contract. Ironclad. 
That's what he would say. <laughs> Barry would say that. So, Barry Bozo, thank you, Tommy. Thank uh, you for that, Tommy. Yes. Appreciate That's that. Awesome. That's ace. Thank you. For and that, how's this from uh, from Dan as well? We were talking about the uh, the Toyota Lexan just mm. in passing, and uh, we've got the full history of uh, the other rebadged cars. Well, the Lexan was a Holden. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, um, or was it a Toyota? No, it was a no, I'm no. sure it was a Toyota, wasn't it? Well, the the Le- it was a Holden Commodore VN, and I think it was a Toyota Lexan. Yep, that's what that's what he. I think that's that what is, he means. Yep. Right. Okay. And then there was. Do you remember the Camry was also the Apollo? No, oh, I don't remember. That. It was. Yes, that was when uh, car manufacturers were selling their souls. <laughs> To each other, <laughs> just, just stick a new badge in it. She'll be mm. right. Well, it was good. the same with Jaguar and Ford. One of the Jaguars, you just plonked a new body on it, but it was a Ford Mondeo. <laughs> so you, you jump into your flash-looking Jag, and you you pop the central locking on, and up comes all these little central locking mechanisms that you'd see in your fifteen thousand dollar Ford Mondeo. I used to always say that my old uh, nineteen eighty nine Nissan Pintara used to have central locking. Gold. Because yeah, you could reach every one of the doors from the driver's seat. <laughs> 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 oh, that's gold. <laughs> that's very, very but, funny. But uh, let's, we've, we've got a fair bit to talk about when it comes to uh, the Formula One. And I think mm. we'll do it because this is definitely the flavour of this weekend. It is very Miami. You, sir, are a legend. Well done for picking up the old Miami Vice Crockett and Tubbs soundtrack. All we need now is the white Ferrari Testarossa, the jackets with the uh, the, the shoulder pads in them, good mullets and different colours, like pastel colours here, there and everywhere. <laughs> now, let's, so let's talk about Formula One uh, for a bit, mm. though, because, like, so this is... Now, from the photos I've seen, because they've been a little bit ridiculous, can you explain mm. to me what exactly is going on here? So this is, have they actually built this in a car park, this circuit, or is that just rumour in scuttlebutt? No, no, no. I mean, well, it's it's no, it's not a car park, but I mean, it, there are various parts of it that look like they're in a car park. <laughs> um, uh, this has been going on for a very long time, and of course, land is at a premium, but as I've always said to you, we've got to take the racing to the people. We can't expect the people to come to the racing. Um, South Beach in Florida, Miami Beach, it is going to absolutely go off. If there is one place I would want to be this weekend in the world, Nemzi, it is at the uh, inaugural Miami Grand Prix. I think it will be sensational. Well, you Seeing know- footage of the boys, the boys all landing and grabbing their cars, and it is just, it is party town. It's Miami is like the gold parts of Miami are like the Gold Coast uh, on. I was going to say on drugs. The uh, the Gold Coast well, the Gold on, Coast is actually on, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's like the Gold Coast up on the rev limiter, shall mm. we say? It's sensational. Now this is something that's uh, just absolutely astounded me because so the entire race, all eighty thousand tickets mm. sold out in less absolutely. than an hour. The power of uh, Netflix and Drive to Survive. Yeah. Um, Quite frankly, they are they are absolutely pumped about it. Um, uh, Drive to Survive has been a boon in America, and it has it has it's uh, reinvigorated sport, interest, yeah. reinvigorated, fueled interest. Um, this is a, a five point four kilometer circuit, nineteen corners, goes around Hard Rock Stadium, uh, which is the Miami Dolphins NFL team. A little bit like the Mexican Grand Prix, um, you know, they, they've got that sort of. Uh, stadium type 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 vibe. It's going to have speed. Like 
The aver- the average speed. Try and get your, your laughing gear around this, mate. Hmm. The average speed is 223 kilometres an hour with a top speed of about 320. Can you imagine averaging 223? Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Insane. Absolutely That's insane. crazy. Uh, it's a super tight circuit. Um Safety cars are going to be really interesting around there. But we all love going to a new circuit, don't we? We all love it. The difficulty with this for us is, as uh, Antipodeans, those who live in Australia, um, the timing for most of it is absolutely horrendous, like 4.30 in the morning sort of stuff. So um, you'll be probably watching the repeats if you, unless you're super, a super Formula One fan. Or a um, baker. Or a <laughs> exactly, or you're doing Midnight Dawn on some radio station somewhere. Um, you'll probably be waking up and watching the replay on KO or Fox, or which is exactly what I'll be doing. Now, so, look, we're very, we're, we're going to be positive about this, but there are some hmm. elements of this track that have just been hilarious and ruthlessly mocked by uh, F1 fans, particularly the fake marina that they've gone and built. Yes, it's, which it's, is it's like one of those you know when you go into like uh like when you see new housing developments and they've got the little the little model out uh, out front like and here we go this is like you know <laughs> it's like it's yeah, like development model yeah yeah <laughs> where it's like and that's where the lake goes this is where this goes da 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 yeah. it looks like one of those but someone's like times it by a thousand exactly and I I suppose they're trying to achieve the look of you know, Long Beach, which which we have in, in the IndyCar series where there's some big boats around and that sort of stuff. Um, uh, Monaco, um, that kind of world. But, I mean, look, Miami is glitz. It's glamour. It's I've got to tell you, there's a lot of fake bits on fa- on people in Miami. Yep. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Yep. And, uh, You're not wrong so for, so for them to go to uh, do that kind of thing does not surprise me. And it's America, right? The bigger, the bigger the brash... Um, yeah, they're, they're riding the they're riding the wave of of uh, drive to survive success and and PR as you say it's sold out and now there's going to be a third race as we know in Vegas so we've gone from one race in the US um, to now three and so uh, it's the biggest market in the world and I think it's sensational for Formula One I reckon so too and let's not forget too didn't supercars try to dip their toe in. The U.S. market back in the day. When was the 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 race in Circuit of the Americas? Was that 20, 2013, 2014? Well, it's, no, it's it's uh, for Formula One. No, 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 no. When supercars tried. Oh, to... when supercars went there. Oh boy, I'm gonna say something. My, I'm sure the audience will correct me, but I want to say maybe something like 2014, 2015. Yeah, well, we let did, us, let we us did know. Circuit of the Americas. Because remember that um, uh, that was around that era where it was just like. You got a track? You got a country? Put some supercars there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the funniest things that happened in uh, two two funny things happened in the Circuit of the Americas and and Texas there mm. over the. I think we went there for two years, maybe was it one year or two years? Can't remember. Text um, in, please. Text oh four double three ninety eight sixteen. Scafi allegedly got into a bit of a scuffle with a uh, a very well renowned PR person. And gave him a bit of a boop on the nose, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yep. In, at the end of the day, um, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm having say, a mental. You don't, well, well having, you don't want to go nose to nose with Scafi because I could tell no. you right now who's going to win. <laughs> unless get, unless you've the got other a bit bloke, of a longer reach, well, you know you're going to win against Scafi, right? Unless the <laughs> other bloke's two can Sam, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It's going to be scape all the way. That is very funny. Um, and a high 
high-profile member of a supercar team was challenging a member of the local constabulary and was invited to stay an evening in their watch house. Oh, so oh, not a driver, but uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily name who it is, but it was. I think the statute of limitations is over on for that Dutto. But anyway, oh, 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 did I just name Dutto? Sorry. <laughs> uh, so yes, I, I do believe Dutto spent an evening um, teaching Australian English to the local uh, authorities. I can imagine. There. I can imagine he would have. <laughs> uh, a couple of texts coming in here on uh, the temper text oh four double three. 98, 11, 16 from Dan. Miami, Miami only needs a marina that speedboats can stop for five seconds to drop, to drop <laughs> off their goods. Very true there. Very Again, true. Miami Vice spec there, uh, Dan. Shout out to my little friend. <laughs> oh, Chris. Chris and his Coca-Cola money. Crispy's his Coke back. money. His Coke money. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's very inventive, Van. Very humorous. I do like that. <laughs> and uh, Kimbo our good mate Kimbo from Bayswater. How's the fake harbour in Miami? Only in America gave me a good giggle. <laughs> Us two. Kimbo, us too. But I'm, look, I'm really keen to see how it, how it, how it comes out because all these circuits, particularly when you're talking street circuits, are, are uh, designed around computers and should be this and it should be that. But until you get the rigs on track, you never really know what kind of racing you're going to get. I just really hope it's a great race because if it's a great race, it'll be a great party and hopefully, Nimsy, you, me and, and the great man might get over there one year and we'll broadcast live from the Miami Grand Prix, how good would that, that be? That would be oh, no, the Vegas. Would that trip. be sensation? The Vegas. Because it'd be. What would the time difference? If we were if we were broadcasting live between here in Miami, would we need to broadcast from a nightclub at about four o'clock in the morning? Well, let's have. I'm gonna. Mm. I'm just gonna quickly gobble and see. You talk amongst yourselves. Just do that because I. Uh, oh, no, it'd be an I early. It'd that. be an early start for us. Seven forty-five in Miami, so we we can do seven forty-five. We can do it when we leave on the, the way bar. home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on the way home. How good. According to Google, the Austin Four Hundred was only raced once with Jamie Wincup winning. Dan. You're a legend. You, you, you're texting in 10 to the dozen tonight, Dano. Appreciate that, brother. Nice, nice work. What about this one, too? Because we'd love to get some credit here. Check out Craig Slater from Sky F1 doing backstroke in the fake marina on socials. <laughs> we'll do that. Add your name we'll to that, that one because I would love to ch- uh, check out that uh, the, little bit the of The often not seen Craig Slater. <laughs> you hear him. He's the guy with the Scottish accent. But but he's, yeah. We'd love to say that. But, yeah. Uh, Get on board the driver's seat, 0433-981116. We didn't even talk about Porsche and Audi, but we'll we'll take a quick pause for the cause and uh, chat about that straight after this quick break here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Hey, thank you, everyone, for the overwhelming amount of feedback we've been getting, not just tonight on the program, but uh, our social media has lit up like a Christmas tree. So thank you, everyone, that has uh, taken part. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. And as always, grab the Driver's Seat app if you'd like to hear the program. live wherever you are or um or to catch up uh, on demand you get a little notification it's all good but um get a lot of people listening to us as a podcast too like on the the road the next day if they can't listen to us tonight i get a number of messages uh private messages from people on the socials saying that um you know they listen to us all the time on pod so appreciate you tuning in live but if you can't by all means download the pod and you can get it at all good pod 
suppliers. Yeah, on demand. On as, demand, as the kids yes. like to say these days. On oh, the kids. <laughs> This generation like to call it. Do they on demand? I'll tell you what. Um, one other one uh, that we do want to mention quickly too, because uh, we've got a great mate that lives overseas, Brad. Uh, he's in the States. And yes. uh, he's been a big contributor uh, to us. So yeah, we're completely worldwide here. So uh, Brad, shout out to you if you're, uh, if you're listening Legend to the Brad. podcast a little bit later on. Um, just talking about uh, Formula One, we got distracted talking about Miami and why wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Gave me another excuse to play this, but um, just quickly, the, what do you know about the chatter that Porsche and Audi are going to enter Formula One in 2026? How legit is that? Is that? Oh, I think it's very legit. I, I mean, I, I, they're coming out and saying that they realise that these new cars, new regulations, and engine change regulations, I think in 2026, lends itself to uh, the 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 Porsche Audi Volkswagen product coming into. Formula One, more than likely with their Porsche and Audi brands, you won't see a Volkswagen mm. Formula One. But yep. and again, I, t- I mentioned it earlier with Miami Nimsy that the whole Netflix thing and Drive to Survive it it has just blown Formula One apart from a popularity point of view. And I think they're they're absolutely now saying that that Audi will come in. Um, you know, I think they're talking with uh, McLaren, Sauber, um, which is currently Alfa Romeo, uh, possibly even Aston Martin and Williams. But the strongest link uh, I think has been with McLaren yeah. so which I don't know I mean boy the boy the, the McLaren of they're already in their own world of hurt from a chassis point of view but I think their engine's pretty good um, they've got the Mercedes engine so it'll be interesting to see whether they go away from that but I think it, w- it wouldn't be the first time we've seen Porsche in Formula 1 I think it's the first time we've seen Audi Audi obviously compete in Formula E yep um, uh, the vacuum cup and I think <laughs> the vacuum cleaner cup uh, and I think oh, I just think it's they've been considering it for a very long time and I think now it seems Nimsy the time that both of the brands I think they're targeting 2026 from from uh, yeah. from what I'm reading and, and hearing so this is it's, it's, it's crazy too because like obviously Formula 1 it is the pinnacle of all motorsport but it ain't exactly you know like hey what are we working you know you need to have like full like Mazapan sort of funds if you just want to dip your toe in for a bit of a laugh. So you got to go all in. You need a bit more than Mazepin funds, <laughs> let me tell you. Why? Because they're frozen currently. Yes. Uh, well, that's true. They're in the ice age, the old Mazepin funds. <laughs> but you need you need money, that the sort of money that warps people's minds mm. to be able to do Formula One. Once you're in, and remember that these car companies, they do. They have huge amounts of money. Um, uh, so it it's many, many... Hundreds of millions of euros to to even get to the line, so it's a massive investment, and again, one that takes time. Now, obviously, with Porsche, they're they're, they're motorsport people, aren't they? We see them in, we see them in Cup car, we see them in GT, we see them all around the place. We're Why shouldn't they be up in with Formula Team Penske One? as well? With uh, correct to the old Le Mans sort of stuff. correct, correct. So huge history at Le Mans and Audi. As I say, the vacuum cleaner cup they've been quite successful in. Uh, they were successful, very successful in um, World Endurance Championships. So it's the next, it's like the next level. It's the next step. They've gone all the way up to the AFL. They now want to put a, a team in the AFL. Yep. So good luck to them. And I think having two incredible brands like that will only be a good thing. Mercedes, Porsche, Bring Ferrari, Audi, boom. Uh, thanks, everyone, for jumping on board the driver's seat this evening. Big thank you to Will Davison for also jumping on board. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there. Yes. For this weekend. Happy 
Mom's Day. Yes, but we will see you same bat time, same bat channel here on the driver's seat next week with all the wrap-up from Miami. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91